Welcome back, everyone, to Busy in the Sticks, a podcast between the Eastern PEI Chamber and the West Prince Chamber of Commerce. Today, we are taping downtown St. Peter's Bay right here in the complex. And of course, you've just heard a great selection from the East Pointers song called Wintergreen. And we thank the East Pointers for being a part of our rural podcast in this way. So I'll get right to it. Guess who's sitting across from me? We actually got him to stop and take time this afternoon to be with us. So we welcome Jimmy McCauley. Good afternoon. So glad you could be with us today, Jimmy. Not much of a problem, I'm retired. Yes, so lots of time I've heard. So a mover and a shaker, right here in the community of St. Peter's. I can't believe we actually slowed you down enough to, to sit and do this with us, but we're so great to have you today. Tell us a bit about your background. I know I have a long roster right here in front of me, three pages, single-spaced, of all the things you've been involved with. But why so involved in the community here in, East, in uh, St. Peter's? I suppose that would start back in my education days back at St. Johnson's University in the 1950s and the 1960s. And the emphasis of the professors there was that when you got out of that institution and what have you, went back home, went back to your communities and so on, give back to your communities. So you never forgot that? I never forgot that. And very shortly after I did graduate, a fellow by the name of John F. Kennedy made a speech. Mm -hmm. And he made a very famous quote as I was concerned. He said, not ask what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. And Mm -hmm. that influenced me. Yeah, and you've lived that well. I know, I hear... um, we used to do programs in the basement here. That's how I met you. You were busy, you were involved, never stopped. Well, that's of my nature. Yeah, so <clears throat> what, was your profe- what was your career? My career was as teacher. Teacher, how I, long? I was 35 years of career. It actually got extended a little bit after I retired. I wrote a report for the Eastern School District uh, in relationship with Howard Coles. But <clears throat> my career was uh, as a high school teacher and principal. I became a principal very early in my life because in the days when we came out, <coughs> the people with university degrees teaching uh, weren't very numerous. And if you were interested in administration and so on, you moved very quickly and I moved very quickly. <coughs> so you were teaching right here? No, I taught in Morrell High. Morrell High. Morrell High was my whole teaching career. Oh, was your whole 35 years, did you yeah. say? Wow. Okay, not many can say that. Well, it was a, certainly a change uh, from what the uh, country education was at that time. Right. I came into the teaching business here just a year after the Regional High School Act was passed in the province of Prince Edward Island, and that brought uh, high school education to rural Prince Edward Island. Right. And I was in the right place at the right time with the right education, and I guess you say Wonderful. lucky. Wonderful, yeah, that's awesome. And I loved it. Yes, I'm sure you did. 35 years, you would have to. So you mentioned retired. So I kind of laugh at that because I know how busy you are. I know what you're involved in. The St. Peter's Blueberry Festival, the Development Corporation, the landing, individuals, peoples, building them up their business. I was just to visit Julio down at the fish market. 
he had nothing but praise for you and how you helped him build his business. So I befriended Julio when he came here. Yes, Julio lives right below the complex here. Okay. Yeah. And so this building that we're in, the complex, you've built it to what it is. What's it, What's in here? This is a business center now. Of course, originally it was St. Peter's Consolidated School. Mm-hmm. And interestingly enough, when this building was built, <clears throat> I was the school secretary here. And in those days, things were financed a little bit differently. The government told me to go to the bank and to figure it out and with the manager and make right. it make an arrangement for the money we'd need to build this and Williams Murphy, Murphy McLeod got the contract to build it and as I needed money the bank kept advancing it to me and one day I went to the mailbox at home and got a check for 1.8 million dollars and took it down to the bank and that's how this building was paid for oh my gosh back 1. in 1966 <clears throat> is when that took place and so it's still here, but, it and that's still kudos here. to you. Well, uh, that was the building part, but then it became a school. At one right. time, uh, during my secretarial days here, there were 232 students in this building. 232, wow. And it uh, declined, of course, and uh, mm. uh, after Things had to change. 2000 had to change. And as you recall, numerous of these schools were closed and what have you, and government offered communities an opportunity to take on these. And you took it. Buildings. Uh, I persuaded the community of St. Peter's that we might be able to do something with this building yeah. and so on. And but the, they believed in uh, your vision. I, well, they would have to, Jimmy. By that stage of the game, see, I had a bit of a track record with the development corporation, with the Circa Club, uh, with St. Peter's Landing, with the Courthouse Theater. You had your thumb on a lot of things. And uh, what have you. And the community people, by and large, liked what they saw. Yeah, of course. So What's they, here now? Tell, tell me who's in this building now. Tell the listeners. Right now, we have Bohemian Findings, who mm-hmm. are an online jewelry company, and they occupy the whole bottom floor of this place. They and, do charms. They and have they, you have to order online, and they do charms and jewelry and so chamber, on. They're a chamber, wonderful chamber and, member who's yes, won lots of awards. They have. Bohemianfindings.com. That is right. And they, they have about 25 or 26 employees in their particular aspect of the building. Up on the upper part here, we have Mercy Pen Chocolate and the mm-hmm. factories up there. In fact, chocolate has been manufactured. Jessica as, and Mike Fritz. As you and I are talking here because... Uh, the lady that's up there manufacturing her daughter, I just met her daughter in the lobby here, and she was going up to see her mother. I didn't have a clue who she was. So but they're making chocolates as we speak? They okay. Are, they are making chocolate bars Note up there as we speak. And Maritime um, marzipan, <clears throat> wonderful chocolate. And the other, only other space that's up on that floor is occupied by Milligan Fisheries. Okay, And yes. they have their main office here, too. Down the other end of the building, we have the community library, and we have a, a computer center, which is uh, quite busy. Uh, is it called two. like a study hub or a, um, a Well, we have hub? a study hub. The study hub is in operation right now. Actually, there's an individual using their study hub here right at the moment, and there's a lady down there that sort of coordinates. So there's internet the accessibility to... That's right. <clears throat> and in the office off the lobby here, that's the people that are going to run the SEAM program, and that's a summer program for students that are... Uh, like a summer camp? A summer camp for students that may be having some difficulty in the schools, maybe 10, 11. Right. And that, that's fed through the high schools here. So mm-hmm. I knew we were having difficulty finding a space even to tape this podcast. So it's great to <coughs> see the growth and that you've maintained this building and, and that people are flourishing and feel supported here. Oh, yeah, and there's tremendous community support for this building. I, I, I don't hear any negativity at all about... 
about the building. And it's kind of fun trying to manage this thing and so on. I kind of manage the building and so on. Because as soon as we move out of here, the mm. lady is coming in here to figure out how to decorate this for her wedding, which is coming up a week from Saturday. So right after this. So it's always busy, always booming. <coughs> She's due at 2.30. She's due at 2.30. Oh, well, we, we're on a timeline then. <laughs> so any particular moment that changed your way of thinking? Like, did you ever think, I'm not, like, I'm tired. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to have this, bring this idea to the development corporation. Do you ever get tired, Jimmy? Well, everybody gets tired. <coughs> but uh, tired in the sense that you were talking about there. No, that I, uh, I'm the type of individual that can't just sit down and watch television. I have to be doing something. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> tiredness was not, no, that didn't enter into the figure So you're still walking. I'm yes. still walking. I walk every day. I walk at least 20,000 steps. But not in the main day. highway, correct? Basically the Confederation Trail right. and during the winter months in here. What's on your, I think we checked your pedometer before we started. You were at? Just touching 18,000 steps today. And it's just about 1.30 in the afternoon, so that's quite impressive. <clears throat> we'll get the 20 before the day You'll is done. You'll get the 20 in, will yeah, you? Yeah, because i got two more meetings. Okay, so you're, yeah, your time is limited with us. That's great. <laughs> so what's a, any kind of funny stories that, you've, that you came across? No real funny stories that... Uh, Something that, that sticks I, out. Uh, that I came, came across. <clears throat> very, very interesting. If you look at our... I suppose you look at something that's funny. When we began, see, development money was just beginning to become available. And, of course, we were sort of hicks in the countryside and so on, and we approached a COA. And basically the first meeting, although I'll paraphrase this, of course, and so on, uh, I took two other people with me. We had been meeting and looking at St. Peter's Landing and looking at the pedestrian bridge you see down here. Right. The shops were in the back of our mind. The courthouse theater was there to a Bayside Park So you had lots there. of thoughts and ideas so, in your head. As, um, and we actually had a seven-point project type thing that would all total up to about $1.4 million and so on, which is kind of big money talking for St. Peter's here, the little, little community. But I had a committee that was composed of one night uh, I was sitting around my dining room table because we had nowhere to meet when this started. You know, we so this was at your kitchen table? This was at my, nine room, at my dining room table. And I looked at my group and I said, you people all have something common. And do you know what it is? And uh, they looked at me rather stunned-like and what have you. I said, you're all graduates of Morrell Regional High School. So I knew them all very wow, well. Wow, how cool is that? So... If you like, it was a, a, a sort of a hand-picked to a certain to, to mm-hmm. extent. So but that people that were very dedicated to doing so these So did you things. ask big questions that night? So Were you scared of asking big questions, like to the funders, like you say, like a Well, co-op? so we went to see the funders. Right. And we went with this big proposal and what have you. And uh, to paraphrase it, it, I could read between the lines and so on. And basically the funders said, like, you're a bunch of hicks from out in the country and so on. You don't really understand how the big world works and so on. And... You know, we need documentation, we need this, and we need that, and so on. I said, very Data, well. Data, statistics, so research. So I said, we will uh, arrange for that. Let's arrange for our next meeting. Mm-hmm. And my secretary, who was second uh, second to none, I guess I better not use names here and, and wh- what have you, but she had a little trolley cart, and she went in with, uh, I think, three or four binders of minutes because we had met the public here in St. Peter's every Wednesday, uh, every Wednesday of the... Right. Month, so you had information to back up and, your plans. And our committee would meet uh, in between, you know, to, to formulate stuff, as you know, things, that's sort of the cabinet of the thing. And we had this all documented, and it was all moved, seconded, and carried by a community group. 
So we placed these folders on the table, and we said, there's your documentation. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. We want our money. Wonderful. I think they were somewhat shocked at that stage of the game. But the lady involved, I know one of your questions coming down the road is, uh, uh, you know, if you want something funny, but the lady in question who actually was the head of the situation at that stage of the game, who had basically, I paraphrased as saying we're a bunch of country hicks that we didn't know very much. Right. Uh, she took that into thing, and eventually we became very good friends. We became friends to the point that when she retired, they wanted somebody from urban PEI and rural PEI to speak at her retirement. And guess who they picked from rural PEI? Wonderful. So, so you to, had a great relationship form uh, out of those hard questions. And so that was the relationship, and that was the starting of the money. And the funding in this community would be somewhere in the area of $2 million at this stage of the game. But a call people love to come here because there's not a cent of that money invested here that's not still working today 20 years later mm-hmm. well uh, it built over the 20 and years and not many communities that's why we came here we were like so, not many community communities are doing what you're doing jimmy well maybe not no i don't spend any time looking at other communities except except when we were going and to do this and that's a good note too we uh, we went to other places that had done things like this and so on because people weren't familiar with it and a lot of my people in my community here didn't get the chance to travel of course as you mm-hmm. know I was the president of the Teachers Federation and traveled all over Canada and the United States. I was the president of the Royal Canadian Legion. So that Legion, gets to my next question. And I traveled all over the country and so on. And everywhere I went, I went to look at things like this and then what have you. So, so you had a plan. I had a plan. So in, saying, in saying that, it doesn't sound like you have too many regrets. No. So what would you tell your 18-year-old self? What? what what's some advice? You'd tell someone listening or... I tell my 18-year-old self to proceed just as I proceeded and what have you. First of all, you have to get your basic education, mm-hmm. regardless of, of what people, some people felt that you you got educated and you didn't work. Or in other words, you didn't get educated and you'd have to, you'd have to work. Uh, that's beginning to dissipate, thankfully, at this mm-hmm. stage of the game. But nothing works unless you work. Right. That trick Love of the, that. You, got, you have seen people that are very highly educated that are totally useless because they can't use or they can't convert their education. Mm-hmm. The trick of the trade is to get your basic education and to be able to translate that into activity. Right. And that was very strongly enforced by St. Dunstan's mm-hmm. when so we So you're not there. saying go, like, go get a college degree, university, but get your basic foundation laid out. Get your basic foundation and so on, but I'm big on a university education, I'll mm-hmm. have to admit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All my children have university education mm-hmm. for some reason or other. How many kids do you have? Four. Four. Four, eight grandchildren. Wow. And I think I know who the boss is in the home. Oh, yes. What's her name? Loretta's the boss. There's no question, question about that. She dresses me every day and, and what she have you. She keeps so, good care of you. And I don't buy any clothes or what have you. And if I, do dress, if I do you. dress myself, I have to take it off and put on whatever she suggests. So anyway, <clears throat> that's where that, that, that part of the thing is concerned. And she's been there for the last almost 60 years now, too. Right. So, um, and not only that coordinated getting me here today. Yes, of course, being yeah. on time and all that. That's right. Does she walk with you? Or do you walk so, on her? No, my, I started walking in with her and she walked too fast for me. You so, can't keep up with Loretta. So, um, I don't, she doesn't walk as much now, but she walks, yes. Oh yeah, she keeps quite active, I'm sure, keeping, yeah. keeping you going by well, the sounds of it. So, I, if you and Loretta were planning, like if you had a vision of someone to invite over. Supper, living, dead. 
Who would it be? One person, one dinner guest. Would there be someone you'd be interested in? You could be any in the world. Anywhere in the world. I'd take the Prime Minister. Okay. The current. Current, yeah. I did know the former. Mm-hmm, yes. Um, I was also very impressed by another politician by the name of Ali Campbell. Ali could a little bit older than I am and, and, mm-hmm. and so on. But Ali Campbell and I were very great friends and so on. And I considered Ali Campbell was an inspiration. Right. But, I mean, people, you know, uh, <clears throat> every time anybody goes to do something, mm-hmm. you can rest assured there's going to be a number of people against it. And people who are against things never achieve anything, in my so opinion. So he persevered, you think? So the, you had to... So. Once uh, I want you to do something for me and you say no, that's the end of your commitment. You're gone. Mm-hmm. You're not going to do anything. Mm-hmm. But once you say yes, that then makes you liable for having to do certain things. You're opening yourself per- up. Perform it. That is right. And that's why I was so fortunate with my committees here and so on that I had very skilled people, eh, mm-hmm. that were very committed, very loyal. So and, it's not and, just sure. the Jimmy show. There's no. lots of people behind you. Oh, yes. So go back <clears> to the dinner guest. So... Um, Trudeau was at your table. What would you ask him? One question. What would I ask Trudeau? I think I, I'd want to see what he would think Canada would look like 20 years from now. Mm. Interesting. Because, you see, I've lived through a period of time um, that there's been more change mm-hmm. than there was in the world for the 1,500 years beforehand. Mm-hmm. When I went to university and studied the Industrial Revolution, and it was the big, major turnabout in the world and what have you, the Industrial Revolution that we, we talk about of the 1800s and what have you pales by what has taken place since Sputnik went up in 1957. Right. So I consider Sputnik as the sort of the launch of our modern world. We have a standard living, you and I have a standard living, mm-hmm. living today and so on that's well beyond what our forefathers and what have you Absolutely. had. But we had the support and what have you of them and the foresight of them to be able to get here, mm-hmm. to enable able to do it, mm-hmm. and the drive to do it. And in my own particular case, we were always taught that you had to work. Mm-hmm. When I, we went to school, we always had to go home and water the cows and put down the hay and what have you. That's, we had to do that. That was good for us. Mm-hmm. So let's roll into that. When he, is there any time for, you say you retired. Well, I retired. Is there a stop button on Jimmy? What's your future plans for St. Peter's? My future, for me personally, I still manage this building. I, but you're the past president of the Development Corporation, I'm the past correct? president, and I sit on the sit on the committee as the past president. I think you spoke to Julio earlier today. Yes, Julio I did. is my successor as the president. Oh, wonderful! Of, uh, I did not know that. Well, he um, actually does. One, he know that one between. Oh yes, he's very well aware aware of that. <clears throat> but there was a, a president in between in between us two, and that president left here. He actually had a, a shop in the building here, and okay. so on, uh, printing operations. So you have a right? successor in place. So, so he's in place, and the development corporation is booming ahead, and they're going to carry on and do other things. Will you ever not be at the table? Oh, they, they won't want me at the table, I don't expect. Although, um, I people, don't think that's true. People come back even, yes, even had an experience this morning of sitting down with somebody connected with development and so on that we want a little bit of input into filling in an application form and so on. One of the projects that I wanted very dearly and wasn't able to achieve, I think is going to happen now all of a sudden, but I can't talk about that right at the moment. Well, that's exciting. So, <coughs> so that's another reason for us to stay tuned into St. Peter's so, Bay. Well, maybe. You just oh, never yes. know. But this is a good community. This is a great community to live in. It's a great, a great community to bring up your children in. 
It's a safe community. It is. It's tremendous. Great people here. Yeah. I even heard the whiteouts are quite intense as well. Do you? The whiteouts. You know, so tell us, people may think they know everything about Jimmy McCauley, but tell us something that people, most people wouldn't know. I'm very shy. You're shy? Yes. Jimmy. That's absolutely great. During my career in university, if you went back to talking about university professors, I don't think I ever asked a question in class. I'm too shy. Wow. That surprises me. Maybe it does. It really does. Because I remember when I first worked downstairs, you'd come in and greet and say hello, and I, oh, yeah. that would not be a trait I would consider to say about you. That's interesting. So, so no, I consider myself to be shy, yes. And look at all you've done. Well, maybe... Uh, I did it with the help of everybody else. I didn't do things individually and so on. You have to have a work group and so on. You have to have a dedicated work group and you have to have people that have ability and are willing to work. And I had that. Mm -hmm. What if Loretta says to you, Jimmy, it's time to slow down? She's already said that a few times. Has but she, she? But she has to slow down too because she's in all kinds of organizations. And, <laughs> oh, I'm sure uh, she's quite involved. And what have you, very involved in church organizations and what have you. But she was the main collector here for the cancer and the Alzheimer's and all these. So when she stuff. stops, you'll stop? <laughs> Potentially, maybe? Well, Is that what I'm hearing? Uh, you have to satisfy your own wants right. and needs and what have you. And when I get tired now, like this morning, I, I didn't feel that rested when I get up, so I had a nap. Love it. And then so I you went take to work. time for you. <clears throat> yeah. That's but great. I'm retired. I can do that. I yeah. retired t uh, 24 years ago. 24. Retired. 1997. Most people don't consider what you're doing retirement, so that's so interesting. Well, it is retirement. It was, it was given back to your community, what have you. Right. Because during my career in Burrell High, virtually the only time I ever saw St. Peter's in the, uh, in the week is on mm -hmm. Sunday morning when I went to church, and then I went to Morrell. Right. So we worked out of the high school and did various things then to the teacher organizations, to the Royal Canadian Legion. You know. So oh, 24 <clears throat> years of retirement and not stopping. That's what I see. Uh, yeah. That's great. Yeah. I'm only eight, well, I'll only be 81 in a month's okay, time. Okay, I was going to ask you that, 81. Okay. 81 in a month's Lots time. Lots of time left. Yeah, we, I hope so. Well, Mr. McCauley, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for taking the time to be with us. That's no problem, dear.